Welcome to Power of the Cross Radio Sermons. Please consider giving an offering during this message from Pastor Wilson. It is because of the generosity of people like you that we can bring these sermons free of charge to people around the globe. We hope you enjoy this message titled, Access Code. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 19. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Let's pray again. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. We need your blessing. We need your anointing today. Father, not only here in the sanctuary, but those joining us by radio, we pray that you touch them and bless them today. And God, I pray your word will take root in our heart to bear fruit in the days ahead. We ask it in Jesus' name and we say amen. I'm going to talk to you about an access code 25663. I'll explain here in just a minute what I mean by that. In our modern society, we have to have an access code for just about everything we do. I learned that, well, I learned a painful lesson back in June about the time we had a revival here. Somebody had hijacked our phones. I mean, they literally took control of our phones. They got into my email. And fortunately, though, they got a little program, an authenticator. If you don't have that authenticator number, you can't really get much done. Thank goodness I had it set up. Well, lo and behold, I got this same visitor come in again the other night, and I had strength and security on my social media accounts and different things again, and he got nowhere with it. And he got me to thinking, I was reading Hebrews at this time when all this was going on. He, I don't know why he liked coming around about 9 o'clock at night, and I got the alerts and shut him down real quick. But you've got to have an access code. And you know, the kingdom of heaven is no different. You have to have access to the kingdom of heaven by a certain way. And, you know, if you, I mean, the, the thief comes in, he never has the right access code. This guy come into our lives, I, don't, I, got, I think I know who he is, and I've just, he didn't really do, do much damage. I've been kind of reluctant to report him to authorities. I don't want to get into all that because he didn't take nothing. He attempted, but... And I know his name, and I know who he is. I know where he lives now. But if he doesn't have the right access codes, he can't get in. And the the thief never has the right access codes. You need the right access code to enter into God's kingdom. You have to have it. If you try to enter in the wrong way, Jesus said, you are a thief and a robber. Because John 10 and 1, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that enters not by the door of the sheepfold, but climbeth over some way the same is a thief and a robber. But thanks be unto God, I have an access code. And I'm uh, playing a little bit on words, but if you'll pick up your phone and what you'll see, and like if they say, when I call AT&T, enter your last name, W-I-L-S-O-N, on your keypad. Well, when I looked up and I put that number in, that's blood. You spell it out on the phone, that's, I'm been playing with words a little bit, but that's what we need. We need that access code. You can mess with somebody next time you see them. I got the access code out of heaven, and it is 25663. When you spell it out on your phone, it's the blood of Christ. Now, that is what gives you access to all the resources of heaven. No other way can you do this. It is but this one thing that will gain you access to heaven. Now, a lot of us have in our mind that the blood is simply just painted onto us, almost like putting a, a coat of paint on us. 
And I fear many souls believe that. They believe, well, that I'm, I'm a Christian. I went to an altar one time when I was younger, and I'm saved now. We brought out this morning, and I have no fear of saying this, without a 300 and some odd million people in the United States, I, and many of them, they say that 80% of the United States is Christian. That's what the news will tell you. I don't believe that. I believe very few people are saved. Now, that number may be big. It may be 10, 15% of the population, if it's even that. But many people are entering, trying to enter in the wrong way. They had the wrong access code. Jeremiah said the soul is desperately sick. When we understand that about ourselves then you have access by the blood. That's one of the first steps you have to take to enter the kingdom of God. Paul said there's none good. No, not one. That's what the apostle Paul said. When the blood applied, there is a death by crucifixion. And all these things you see up here after the blood has been applied to your heart and there's been a change and the old man is crucified, all those things are true about you. You have a new spirit. You've entered in by the blood. You've been cleansed. You've been regenerated. You're a new creation. You're made whole. You're righteous. You're holy. You're heirs to the kingdom of God. You're sons and daughters. You're pure. You've been forgiven. You've been washed. Those things are true when you have the right access code by God. If you do it His way. One thing that the blood does give us is a clear conscience. And a clear conscience is never based on attainment. What do I mean by that? We feel like as we go through this Christian life that I have to attain something to have my conscience cleared and to be forgiven by God. And that's just not true. Uh, what do I mean by that? Well, if I pray so much today, if I go to church today, if I do these things in my life, if I, if I order these things and I follow after God and I do and I do these rules and regulations, I'll have a clear conscience. That's not how it works. There's only one thing that will bring you a clear conscience in your life, and that is the blood of Christ. He alone, when He cleanses you, there's just something about it when you've been set free by Christ. There's just something about it when you've been set free and God declares you innocent. Then you have a clear conscience. You want to know why this world is rocking in and reeling now, especially here in the United States? It is because they don't have a clear conscience when they're faced with the gospel. That's why they want to rid the churches. That's why they want to get rid of ministers. That's why they've taken the Bible out of schools. That's why they don't want prayer in schools because... When the gospel confronts you, your conscience that inside of you, whatever you want to call it, your soul, your spirit, your conscience, there's many names for it that we all probably could, one person will call it my spirit, soul. The correct terminology is the spirit and soul with inside of you. But in our day and age, the word conscience comes to mind. Your conscience, that how you feel about yourself and those things around you. Uh, those things that when you're confronted with the gospel, and you're declared that you're wrong and you're not innocent of your sins, you get to feeling kind of bad. That's the simplest I can put it. That's what's wrong in the world. Their conscience has been pricked. Their heart has been pricked. And they don't like the things of the gospel. But God says if you'll go the right way and enter into His kingdom the right way, you have a clear conscience. That's how you can lay down at night and say, you know what, I have peace with God today. I want to have peace with God despite all the things I've did in my previous life. 
uh, when I was truly born, my real birthday that happened in 2005, August 2005, I can lay down at night and say, you know what, God forgave me, and I don't have to worry about what people think. Now, I may need to make amends to people. If there was something I did in my previous life, and I had the opportunity to make things right, sure, you should go to those people and say, you know what, I think I offended you in the past, or maybe I need to make restitution, money, or whatever it was. And I have did that of things in my past life. I've tried to make restitution where possible. But even despite that, when the blood is applied, I've put the right access code into God's kingdom. I have a clear conscience now. I don't have to worry about what I've did in my previous life. Quit listening to the devil. Quit listening to the world. It amazes me the world does not want to accept this. Because all the things they're battling for. We take like Black Lives Matter. They're battling right now because I don't understand the plight of a person that is black. I don't. I don't get everything they're going through. Some of it I think they're being, it's a lot of politics. I, want to get it, I won't get into that. But, you know, if you want peace in your life, no matter where you're coming from, if you're white, you're black, no, no matter what the agenda, I guess, is in your life and what you're wanting peace from and you're wanting to break free from, the answer is not to go burn down cities. I, now, look, these statues don't mean absolutely nothing to me. I'm sorry, but they don't. One way or the other, they stand or go. It doesn't bother me. I don't even know half of them were there, to be honest with you. But you know what? Yanking down statues is not going to change the things in your life. Amen, Brother Wilson. It's not going to change a thing. It's not good. As far as I'm concerned, the statues never offended me, never did anything to me. You can change all the flags you want. It will never, ever change a thing in your life. You know what? I'm the opinion. If, if, you, if I thought it would bring peace to this world, the Bible says not to offend my brother. If I thought it would truly bring peace, I'd be the first advocate out there. I'd say, you know what? change it and go on just drop the statues and flag let's move on if i thought it would truly bring peace but it's not how do you know that because a wicked heart that soul that is desperately sick there's only one thing that's going to change the aggravation in your life there's only one thing that's going to change the heart issue that's inside of you and get your mind and the renewing of your mind it's the blood of christ same with white people if, if you hate Black people, because of their skin color, there's only one cure for it. There's only one cure for it, and it's the blood of Christ. We shouldn't, be, we shouldn't hate anybody because of their skin color. This has to stop in the United States. We need a clear conscience going forward. Thank you for listening to Power of the Cross Radio. We do not sell any advertising on this station. So, we need your help to keep bringing the message of the cross to the world. Go right now to www.cross.radio and click on how you can help. There you can donate by secure means with debit card, credit card or PayPal. Remember, even the small amounts add up. We thank you in advance for your support and prayers. God bless. Now, anything but the blood of Christ will bring weakness into your life. When you try to access God the wrong way, it will never work. This man that was trying to bring uh, problems in our life and trying to steal from us, he didn't have the right access codes and it didn't work. 
It fell flat. He couldn't get in. And it's no different with you spiritually if you try to access the things of God. If you try to deal with this heart issue. If you try to deal with the, the hurt or the pain in your heart by ripping down statues or burning flags or hating people for their skin color, whatever the case is. If you try to deal with it that way, you put in the wrong access code and it's never going to work. Ever, ever. It's going to take the blood of Christ for you to access the things of God that you need. And if you're not going about it the right way, look what will happen. Look around you what's happening right now. People are in fear. They're in fear like never before. Fear is not of God. It is not. That's what the Word of God says. Fear is not of God. That is from Satan. If we're fearing the things of this world, that's why people are, they're rioting in their, uh, even here in our town this past week. I mean, it, uh, it got to the point that I think people were literally about to hurt each other. Over th- and, and there's so much fear in this world. And if you, let, if you approach it the wrong way, that fear, doubt will enter and it will take you down. Looking to your weakness is not going to make you strong. The only thing that's going to make you strong is by the blood of Christ. Now let's talk about plugging into the power of God. And I hope maybe somebody's listening today and they're looking in all the wrong places for the answer. Looking to the blood will lead you to the cross. Now tonight I'm going to talk about this a little bit more. But... The, the, the blood deals with the sin issue. The cross deals with your daily life. Again, this is why most of the world that doesn't know God, doesn't know Christ, this is why you're seeing the rebellion that we're seeing in the United States. It's not a politics issue. The, the news will tell us it's about who the president is or who the president is not. It'll tell us because... Uh, of racial divide, these things, that is not the issue in the United States. This is just things that are coming out because they don't know Christ as their Savior. Lord have mercy. Plug into the power of God because when you plug into the power of God, the blood addresses our sin, the cross deals with our nature daily. And when I have the right access codes and I get into this, it's just like my bank. If I go put my ATM card in, and I put in the right PIN number, I have all the resources inside of there that I can get out and I can use. And it's the same way with you, the kingdom of God. That you, it, it really is almost like an account. When, you're, when you go by the blood, I can tap into all those things I need. The blood was the access code to get you where God dwells. And then when you are where God dwells, then the cross deals daily with the sin nature in your life. It's the power to overcome sin. Every single one of us need this in our life on a daily basis. We need to know how to live for God. Then that way God can prick your conscience by the agency of the Holy Spirit when you're doing wrong. And then you can live that life that's pleasing to God. He'll stop you. You One thing I know he can control is his mouth. It still slips up every once in a while. But daily as I crucify my flesh, God even brings this up under control. Boy, if you think I'm something now, you should have seen me 15 years ago. 
God has did a work, and he's just really getting started. It's a daily walk. It's the power not to fear. I know that there's a lot going on in this world, and it seems like it's coming undone, but we have to trust God not to fear the things. You know, the, the, it's amazing in this little group of believers right here, we've watched most of the nation become unemployed. We've watched people die from a virus. We don't understand everything about it. Uh, we've watched politics rage in this nation, but somehow, somewhere in this little body of believers and other places, God has kept us. So we don't have to fear. Times may get a little tough now and then, but through this pandemic, this church has did quite well. It's the power to thrive. I've I, I got to be careful with it, and I don't want to sound like prosperity gospel, but the blood, when you have access to God's kingdom too, He gives you the power to thrive. He does. He gives you the power to thrive. I'm not telling you're going to be a millionaire. I hope you are. And when you do, I'm going to remind you that you need to pay your tithes. Amen, Brother Wills. But he gives you the power to thrive. In times like this, you've got to quit fearing and know that God will give you the power to thrive if you have the right access code. One time in the Bible, it tells you to prove God. I'm not saying I'd agree, but God, we need some protection right now in these times that we live in. And I'm following your word. I'm accessed by the blood and by, my, by what you've laid in my heart. And I bring my tithes and offerings back to your storehouse. I'm expecting to be blessed so much. The windows of heaven will be opened up and I can't contain it. Is that not what the word of God says? That's what the word of God says. Now, if anybody tries to dispute that, all I can tell them is go to the word of God. I'm not preaching that you should be grateful. I'm not preaching that you should be praying for Mercedes Benz. But I am saying, hey. There's prosperity in the cross, and you should be praying for God's protection if you go about it the right way. There's power to walk through dry valleys. I have had to walk through many dry valleys. You have to. And unfortunately, we're still going to have to walk through some. But God Almighty has gave me these little brooks and streams and these little puddles of water to drink from as I walk through these dry valleys. That's what the blood of Christ will do. When you don't think you can go on anymore, I, this coronavirus stuff, we was locked down. I was depressed almost. I didn't go anywhere anyway. <laughs> I, it just started working on me. And I, and I felt myself kind of, boy, just everything's so weird right now. And all these people acting so weird in our nation and things happening I don't understand. And it's just a dry place to be. And then I realized, you know what? The blood gave me access to God for power and strength and to give me spiritual water that I need, that river of life in these times I'm walking through dry places. you got to know where to access it. And don't try to access it on your own and t come up with your own devices and I'll pray so much and I'll access it this way. And Jesus said, you're nothing but a thief and a robber. Come by it the right way. It's the blood of Christ that opens up all these resources for you. It's power to give thanks while you're on the mountain. When you're being blessed, I know it's easy to forget God. It's very easy. It's very, very easy to forget God when you're standing on the mountaintop and looking at all the things you've been blessed with. It's very, very easy to forget Him. Over the years in ministry, I have noticed 
it's usually the people that don't have very much that give the most to the work of God. There are exceptions to the rule. But it is usually the people that don't own very much that will give sacrificially in their time and their finances to the work of God. It amazes me the people that have money. I'm talking about serious money. That will not give two red cent to the kingdom of God. It was some, I won't say who or when, but it was sometime a couple years back. I'll just leave it at that. A person coming here that was a multimillionaire. He had come a couple of times. Somebody let man, you ought to cater to him. He's got plenty of money. And I said, you know, in my time as minute, I've, I've grown. I, I told him, I said, you know, my time as ministry, I know those multimillionaires, they won't hardly give nothing. It's just the, they're, they're so much in love with their money, they just, it's very rare. One day he walked up the altar to give, and that guy could see the person that told me to smile, oh, they're fixing to give a lot. I'm not saying no names, it just, I know what he gave. Multimillionaire gave 20 bucks to the kingdom of God. You know, when you're on the mountain, don't forget where God brought you from. When He's healed you, outside of all of the spiritual things you need, so many people forget about God when they've been healed. The blood gives you the power to praise Him even while you're on the mountaintops. Power to look forward. You know, going forward is the only path you can make a choice on. You can't back up and you can't go left or right or down the middle. You can't go any direction backwards. There's nothing you can do about your past. You're just going to have to leave it there. I, you know, I wish there's things I could change, but if you're worrying about your past this morning, let me help you out. The devil's a liar. I don't care what the world thinks at all anymore. I'm not being mean. I just do not care what anybody thinks about me out that world. They're going to lie anyway. Amen, Brother Wills. They're going to lie anyway. Why worry about what somebody said to you on Facebook? I just delete them and block them and go on. I don't worry about them. i got to worry about going forward. I mean, I, I worry about my character and, and the way people perceive this church. Surely I do that. But going forward, all I can do, that path, that's the only one I can control. And the power of the blood of Christ gives me that ability to make choices going left and right. All right, moving on. Oh, I like this one. Power to step out in deep waters. Mmm. Power to step out in deep waters. Now, I'm going to caution you, don't do stupid things. But I'm speaking to myself. (laughs) Don't do stupid things, but power to step out in deep waters. I'm going to tell you a story about a person. There was a man one night in a boat. Him and all his buddies were out on this boat in the middle of the night. They'd been fishing. And all of a sudden, it come up a great storm. It started rocking this boat left and right. And they cried out, where's Jesus in the middle of this storm? And he shows up. And he's walking on water. And he says, it is I. Now, there was boat people in there. Boat people. And Peter's fixing to step out. I know what the boat people said. The Bible didn't, I don't have to tell me. I know what the boat people said. Don't get out the boat. You'll only die. They're sitting there looking at the master walking on water. Don't get out the boat. 
you'll only die. That's what boat people will tell you. Boat people will tell you to shut down your church. It's over. There's some kind of coronavirus going on. Let's just give in to everybody and their little agendas in this day and age we live in. And maybe they'll calm down. That's what boat people will tell you to do. I'm not a boat person in that sense. I'm more like Peter. I like getting out of that boat. And I like stepping in deep waters. It's scary. It's not fun sometimes. But the blessings that are behind it when you're following God. God asks you to step out into deep water sometime. And that means your faith. But the only thing that's going to give you power to do this is by the blood of Christ. Because when you have access by the blood, God is going to give you wisdom to make the right decisions. Be a little patient with God. Things don't happen overnight. Sometimes it takes many, many years to get things going in your life. But be patient with God, especially if you're going into ministry. I don't know why I said that this morning, but if you're going into ministry, be Patient with God. Maybe it's for somebody on the radio, but if you're going in ministry, be super patient with God. Things don't just happen instantly. They take many years sometimes to come to pass. But Peter got out of the boat that night. And sometimes we're going to have to step out in faith to see the things of God. This cross thing works, my friends. And if you're struggling today, if that sin is eating up your life and nobody even knows about it, the answer you're looking for is in Calvary. If you have doubts and fears, the answer you're looking for is in Calvary. If you're uncertain about your future, the answer lies ahead in Calvary. And the only way you can access Calvary is by the blood of Christ. This brings us to the end of the message. We hope that it has been a blessing to you and that you would consider helping support Power of the Cross Radio with an offering. Go right now to www.cross.radio and click on the Donate button. If you have prayer requests or comments, fill out the contact form on our website or email us at info at God bless and have a great day.